so yeah that's it so so yeah i mean that's the whole concept right there i mean it's really just so exciting like everything about it is just completely uh, i mean i just think it'll be a massive hit and of course now you all know about it i bet you're really uh, glad to be to you know because you probably were wondering all that time what it was all about so it's great um, wow. yeah you know we're gonna get you know, get Tom, you know, Tom Cruise, I think, um, wrapped up in this. Um, is it Tom Cruise, Richard? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was either Cruise or Hiddleston. We're, we've got so many celebrities that you mentioned. It's just, it's hard to, I, I've lost track. Yeah, I know. And they're all like, I mean, they've all played the game, uh, the, all the all the demo stuff, you know, um, and it's, it's you know, it's, they're properly loved up, aren't they? Automate Clash of Dates. Clash of dates. Automate. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And especially with that mechanic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you describe that to me, like I, I, uh, nothing's ever been done like that. I don't think anybody is, is even going to be ready for this. It's exactly in, in and out of the mouth. That bit. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, we're going to be millionaires. It's, it's great. Yeah. And, and also like, um, I don't know about you, but I mean, I think the whole, that whole stuff with the, you know, the, the big advertising boards and stuff. You oh know, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, and the you know the little bit of the risque stuff going on there. I think I didn't it's... even know they did that with the Taj Mahal. I know, I, I know, and right in the you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about talk about an Eiffel Tower. From from what I've heard, they're gonna let us get away with anything. This is lightning in two bottles. It's a bit like that stuff in Blade Runner, you know, on the right, the, 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 that kind of whole discussion debate thing. Ah. <sighs> oh. So, uh, in fact, food actually and love are very much connected, as we find out in in Clash of Dates, of course, because of the dried fruit part of it. Right, um, right, right. I wouldn't want to spoil too much. I mean, half the stuff you described is just gonna it, like the 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 news printers are already gonna be spinning up about this. That's ridiculous. I know. Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean by the dried fruit, right? Though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Man, they're gonna be referencing that for years. I know. Oh well, um, I, I'll I'll let you get back to your windowless room. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you could just let a little bit more light in, that'd be lovely. All right, stellar work. Then I'll just uh, we'll see about. Cool. Ended. Wow, what a fantastic update on Automate. Well, no need to check the recording. I'm sure everything worked out just fine. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 50 of the Projectile Lunchcast. I am your host today, Marcel is far away. I'm Richard. I'm joined today by Basti. Hi, hi. Special guest, Afri. Hello. Super special guest and top email contributor, Asia. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. So today, uh, since we've been doing the guys, guys, we've been doing this for a year Oh my That's god! A little bananas. It, it's insane. It it's it feels like so much longer. Uh, free me from this. <laughs> have we ever considered stop doing this? To be honest, or uh, have we just like, kept going? How has it like? How can it be that we already passed a year and fifty episodes? Seriously, we uh, we immediately consider not doing it just before and just after every show. Yeah, kind of true. And then uh, and then every other time we're pretty cool on it. But then we're like, oh, no, do we have to do this? And they're like, oh, no, that was terrible. But, 
Not today. Is it really episode 50? No, it yes. cannot be episode yeah. 15. It is. It is. The hell. 5-0. How before the hell? You, before you guys get, get worried, like Marcel, like we haven't actually thrown him out of a show or locked him up in the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is on vacation. Yeah, he's, he's Which, visiting faraway lands. Sounds like a weird excuse during the 2020 pandemic, so maybe we have locked <laughs> him up in our basement, though. I'm sure... I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, I'm sure he'll come back with with plenty of seafood uh, stories to to regale us with. (laughs) Seafood nightmares. Seafood nightmares. (laughs) He has this weird idea that he has an allergy against seafood, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I don't Mm buy. Mm -hmm. It's a very bad excuse for being a man-child that doesn't like fish. (laughs) Shots fired. Shots fired. (laughs) <laughs> fish sticks fired Marcel I love you <laughs> so today uh, we're going to keep it uh, keep it just relaxed because we're, we're amongst uh, we're amongst friends I'll play a uh, a sound of a low roaring fire behind us and, nice. uh, and some light jazz on a balcony mm. somewhere and you already feel comforted you should because I probably will be too lazy to do any of that <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, like we always do, I figure we could start by talking about some of the games we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Basti, have you checked oh yourself God. in to a clinic? I'm addicted. <laughs> like, it's, it's at, at this point, is a proper addiction. Like, what? really proper addiction. I play nothing else anymore. What would you say is wrong with you? I'm what are you playing? I'm a, I'm a freaking space ninja. And you can have pets, Space Ninja pets, and you can have so much stuff. Like this game is so chock full of content, and it's 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 wonderful. And I, even though this game does not force you at all to spend money, I'm in this like kind of like oh, I want I want this skin and this stupid pet and this stupid bullshit I actually don't need, but it's are adorable. you stuck on Warframe? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let That's... me check my Steam profile. What it says is how much many hours do I have played oh, recently? No. It's you always check. too many if you have to check. Uh, <laughs> last two weeks, 42 hours, which is a lot for me. In two weeks? Yeah. That's more than I have in most games. What's your total time on that? <laughs> to be honest, uh-huh. not too bad considering that I played a lot of MMOs in the past. So it's 280. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a lot of time. So many ninjas. How much, of, <laughs> how much of that time was waiting for stuff to be grafted? Uh, so the time played actually only counts when you are on a mission. So when you're actually playing the game. So if you're like idling on your sh- ship or whatever, it seems not to count that. Oh, I thought this is. I thought you were going with like Steam time. I'm not sure. Like, can the Steam uh, backend? No, Steam just Steam just tells you like how long the application was open. Oh, okay. So no, no. Then then it is. But to be honest. Um, that gameplay loop, there was there is never downtime for me. Like even if you craft something in the foundry, etc. Like today, I think I have like ten things going on in the foundry, crafting at the same time. You have always missions, stuff, content to go. I rarely ever uh, don't know what to do in that game. It is to the point that there's so much content that I have to read through guides, which give me tips which content I should do next to spend my time wisely because there's too much. And what is your space pet? My space pet is actually horrible. 
That's it, the most pertinent question. Imagine a, a huge cat. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I like where this is going. It was infested by the by the flood. Whoa. So it looks a little bit like huge space cat cancer. Do you have a tentacle Alien? cat? Yeah, <laughs> it looks really horrible. Because you have to but tell the police about too. that. Kind like, of adorable too. Did you have to go door to door when you moved into your apartment and tell people that you had a tentacle cat? Because you're on a list. I would never do that. Just keep keep it a secret. Do the pets do anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, they go with you, you into battle. <laughs> oh, oh, you've played you this. Them and they actually like. Oh, you, you, oh, I need to add you, Asia. No, I don't play, <laughs> but the husband plays yeah. a lot. But he does show me his space cat a lot. That's, Isn't yeah. that adorable? Yes, I'm there for the space cat. <laughs> but it, I, I thought you said the space cat looks horrible. Look, this is the only part of this game I care about. Yeah, because I have an infested space cat. It's infested by the, the flood, basically. Like, what, like the Halo flood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Imagine like that. This exactly. version of the Halo flood. Yeah. You got a snotty space cat. Yeah. That sounds... I mean, compared to other cats, yeah, they're weird looking, but mm -hmm. for the aesthetic of the game, it, it, it fits. So they're right. still kind of cute. I love that, that especially that bio-organic weird, like the art design of that game is absolutely stellar. I love it. How Sometimes much, a little bit over the top, but... Just just so I can gauge on how to nitpick correctly, how much sassy AI is in this game? So on a Dinklebot out of 10... Give me like a... Or yeah. a Dinklebot is a 10, yeah. and a revamped Dinklebot is a 7, uh, a 6.5. Not that much sassy AI. Nah. Where do you guys stand uh, on sassy AI? Because I seem to be the only one that dislikes it. To be honest, I'm also not a big fan. Oh, I'm also not a big fan of the sassy AI of Warframe, though. I don't know if I've encountered many, so. I mean, like, no like, like Glados, right? Is the is the exception. Mm -mm. But like, there's a we've talked about this before. There's a character in Destiny Two that is that is so sassy. It uh, it actually made me mute my in-game dialogue audio. Wow. It's wretched. It's like it's like nails on a chalkboard. All right. Oh, I dig it. All right, but like, all right, I, I'm still trying to puzzle out because I've I've tried Warframe and oh no, I didn't like it. But uh, that, I think it was definitely more my fault. Um, like it started out very corridor style, you know what I mean? Yeah. But 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 now you're doing like open world stuff. You're doing space battles. Yeah. Yeah. So at its core, it's still if you if you so will, it's really hard to describe. But if you so will, it's a little bit like a shoulder third person version of Destiny meets Diablo, mm -hmm. because I mean it it gets always compared to Destiny. Especially it got that huge boost when uh, Destiny initially too failed at launch, like not really failed, but yeah, did yeah. not match the expectations of a sure. lot of people, etc. Then it got a lot of boost, but. From the actual gameplay loop, it's way more like Diablo than Destiny, to be honest. Like yeah. quick matches, you just jump in, dash through that uh, level as quickly as possible, uh, try to maximize your damage output as crazy as possible. You use way more abilities in Destiny, so you sometimes you're just using abilities and nothing else. And then you're getting drops and loot, and then you're leaving that, new mission, etc. Rinse and repeat. Uh, there's a variety of missions. Uh, and then after the years, they added a lot of like new content, like the Eidolon planes, um, as an example, which is like an open world. That's the open world thing, stuff, yeah. Where it is similar in that regard, that you're still doing bounties for loot, etc. Yeah. But there, they have the chance to have like really huge enemies, a little bit like uh, proper like world bosses. 
where okay. you have to um I mean, you still have to do it as a group. There's no real raid content. That's the only thing I'm missing. So you're always bound to the four, play do four players doing things. And the only criticism I have, except for that it's really hard for new players to get into, yeah, it's that they, at this point, I would wish that they stop adding content and new features. And except and going to existing content, making it better and more appealing. So they have that tendency of there's a there are different space modes one yeah. of them is basically you have your your space wings and your back and can just fly through space etc multiple they realized, space modes yeah and i think they realized that um it was not that popular among the community and they basically stopped doing a lot of shit with that so that's a little bit sad and then just adding more and more and more new stuff what's the other um, space mode uh, Railjack, which is a spaceship where three or four people, I think, even I haven't tried it yet, can are in one ship. So one controls the ship, and then you can go into the, the the turret elements of the ship to to shoot things. But you can also jump out with your space wings I mentioned before, of course, and fly around and enter, hijack other ships like big frigates, etc. Go into that. Go big into what? the classic. You go into um, space, fly over to frigate or or some ever. Whatever. Are we going for frigate here? Yeah. I'm just wondering if this is going to exactly be... Exactly what I said. I'm just wondering <laughs> if this is going to be another HR Geiger thing. Absolutely. Abs oh, don't, don't start this. So then you can board that frigate. Yeah. Go into the, your classic third person, running around, shooting people, etc. Destroy that thing from the outside. Jump back out. Huh. Fly back to your railjack ship. Move into that. Go into a turret, whatever. So that, that gameplay loop looks uh, fantastic, though. So you railjack your space cat. Kinda. That sounds okay. Just one more. There, there is a character in that game that does a lot of tentacle-based attacks as well, right? Yeah. You are a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> I just—that's the judgment. You know, it took me a while. So I just—the uh, character is called Hudroid, and I just crafted him today. So I haven't tried him yet. It takes two days in the foundry to complete this uh, weeaboo tentacle uh, monster. Yeah, worth the wait. Absolutely. So you've seen no end in sight. You're just going to keep playing Warframe until... Th that is the so Ur far? game. That's the last got game. A, yeah, I got a, got a few... Uh, not really. I mean, we all know Friday is a day where a very, very special dear game comes out. Damn straight. Deadly and the week after is... Exactly. The week after is uh, Ghost of uh, Tsushima, so... Yeah, the games are coming back. These are two games I will totally play. All right. Awesome. So you'd recommend uh, people who want to play Warframe can just hit you up and play with you then? Yeah, absolutely. Hit me, hit me up. Like We have currently a cool group going. We're doing a lot of content. We are, The good thing is that even if you are in Endgame, the idea of that you always craft new characters with the Warframes allows you to always play with uh, people as an example who just got into the game, play a low-level mission and still having something from that. Mm. So you're not missing out, which is really, really friendly when you have a few people to group up. So uh, feel free to hook me up. Sounds awesome. That, so, so, okay, you're proper addicted. How about how about Afri? What do, you, what do you got going on? Oh my god, like, you know me, I, I'm, I'm always like studying things and never uh, finishing them, but yes. I still haven't finished that stranding. I'm so sorry about it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I will. I will. I prom. I vow that I will. Can you blame someone for not finishing Death Stranding, though? 
Honestly, it's with me. I I don't ever finish anything. <laughs> like the last game I finished was Final Fantasy VII because because like <laughs> they had me at the honeybee in um, oh very much. Um, but I'm currently in the middle of The Last of Us too, as many other people. Um, and I'm really really enjoying it, especially the guitar-y bits. You can just sit there and uh, I didn't really, know you really could fun. just sit there and play a whole song if you wanted to. Yes, you can. Uh and it gives you a lot of Twitter views, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> uh it's really, really fun. It's really well implemented. It really feels like it when, when you realize like at the beginning it was like, what the fuck? Why why do you have to strung uh the like hit the strings um on the on the touchpad? But then it makes sense because like you can if you like it's super sensitive because you can like individually uh strung every string um and it's pretty cool like some people can do really really nice shit with that and overall it's just a really good game like of course like, no one expects something different uh, uh well the entire user base does apparently but well uh, <laughs> i i think uh so i finished that last week and i think we're still gonna wait a little while before we deep go go way deep into spoilers but, mm, yeah uh, but so far yeah, you're really enjoying fine. it very much so, yes. Have you have you uh, exposed yourself to any of the controversy about uh, Last of Us? Well, you mean like in social media and stuff? Correct. Or if I like, if I know what's happening, because like I still I've been trying to not read a lot of it because because uh, we're gonna do a thing where where they just tell me what the controversy is and I react to it. Yes, I. I, I how to escape it. <laughs> Do you think yeah. that a lot well, the, of it... The good, the, like, the good side effect is that I've been seeing a lot of buff women on my timeline. So that's a really good side effect. No, I've been enjoying that too. That's oh, right. yeah, yeah. That was trending last week or this it's week, amazing. right? amazing. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and on the side, I'm still kind of playing Animal Crossing. Still not super happy about... Well, I have to go back to it. But but like the thing is that it's not really the game they sold me. <laughs> like I, they sold I've me. I've broken the chain on Animal Crossing, and I'm interested to see why you feel that yeah. way. Yeah, I I just I like I I wanted to just go on walks and catch bugs, and it's very much a game that um wants you to go farther than that and yeah. really like gentrify the island and i don't really want to do that so at some point my motivations just stop you like once i catch all the bug and get all the fossils then it's like okay and i so don't really care about making my house bigger or bringing more people in so you don't want to support tom nook's rapid expansion of any island that yeah. he finds yeah i just like i want to i wanted to live on a deserted island why would i transform it into not deserted island? for a small fee but a lot of people do. Like a lot of people do enjoy it, so I'm ha- very happy about all the wholesomeness going around about it. It's really wholesome. Like, like you know, for a small fee, right? Tom Nook will fly you out to another uh, deserted island, and you can just strip it for resources. <laughs> yeah. Well, people really enjoy it, and people make really cool stuff with it. So that's nice. I haven't even booted it up to see the swimming. Same. <laughs> I want. I want to do that just for the swimming. You, you too, Asia. Just were you to get playing? the fantasy because right now, like it, it, 
it's fucking July in Germany and it's fucking raining and cold. So it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's for the fantasy of being in oh, in the beach. Can, I will can stay like this uh, for as up. long as it needs to. Did were you, were you also have you also broken the Animal Crossing spell? Mm, yeah. Uh after I could never get my turnip prices very high, I just kind of stopped caring. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Did you did you try any of the like online turnip marketplaces? I am too lazy to participate in that stock market. You are way better than I am. I am too tired just being in the regular stock market. So <laughs> I I actually I, I I queued it up once and felt dirty. Like it did not work out. <laughs> But it was really terrible. They were like, come on and like, make sure you drop this item that I need. Or I've got a guy standing by the door who won't let you in to sell the turnips. It, it, was, it was real bad. It was, it was real bad. I just wanted to share. Weird music was playing behind like a, like a rusted metal door. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a bad scene. Knocked. It's the dark side of Animal Crossing. I just uh, I got frustrated with the multiplayer. I just wanted to like oh, wow, give yeah. flowers to somebody because they were like, "Oh, I don't have this color," and I was like, "Take them," but we couldn't because they didn't have like the best friends part on their phone yet, and it was just like, "Well, that was disappointing." I don't know. <laughs> that does. I I never got into the flowers too much for for a lot of that reason, but uh, they from what I've heard about people trying the multiplayer, it seems like they really kind of boffed that. I wonder. I'm, I'm, I'm like like I'm really wondering how they ever managed to to create a game like a Splatoon in Nintendo, with that idea of how multiplayer works or not works or whatever. It's, oh yeah, nothing. I mean, says, that is weird. Yeah, nothing says revolutionary multiplayer like having to hook up your cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's really that's really where the goodness comes in. And the future's now. Yeah, <laughs> the future is 2004. <laughs> All right. So th- those are those were your two. You you've you finished Final Fantasy um even though your highlight was cross-dressing cloud. Uh and uh, Actually the highlight was dancing cloud. The highlight that, was dancing that cloud. That section is absolutely wonderful. The just the, like I kept on I kept on retrying the tutorial because I just couldn't get enough of that. What is the What is I saved on a different slot after to to Same. Cloud Strife doesn't dance. But he does. <laughs> Cloud... He's a wonderful, fabulous butterfly, Richard. Cloud, yes, he oh, is. He... Yes, he is when he when he dresses in in a, in a lovely dress. But Cloud Strife snowboards and motorcycle rides. I've never seen him dance. Squall dances. But I have. Squall dances. No, no. You see, this look. That's the second reason to write it off. The first is, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Her name is Aerith. <laughs> it's Aeris. Her name is Aeris. Okay. okay. Her name. You take it back. <laughs> name will never not be Aeris. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, a lot of people seem to be liking that. I think I've, I've talked about FF. Um, yeah, but I, I, I really, yeah. really enjoyed. Yeah. For once, I really enjoyed being on the hallway. Like, really, like uh, open world oh, games just, just completely exhaust me. Yeah, and it was so enjoyable to know that wherever I went, I was on the right way and I was not missing anything. That is a weird so thing to hear nice. about Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it, it's really weird. Have you ever tried it's Final Fantasy Thirteen? 
Yeah, well. <laughs> the most linear game known to mankind. It was just like, I, I think it was refreshing, especially after Death Stranding, because it's pretty much the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, true. You got a good point there. Guys, I've been playing a little known game called Monster Hunter World. Again. <laughs> Oh, you're back in Monster Hunter World. I'm back in a Monster Hunter. Uh, for some reason, they they put out an event, and I was like, I'll I'll dip in and, and check out Monster Hunter. Are you guys familiar with Monster Hunter? Yes, kind of. Every I'll I'll, I'll I'll help you. I'll help you understand a little bit of Monster <laughs> Hunter. So imagine. I want to play with you again, Richard. Well, we we can do this. Imagine. Yeah, sure. Imagine that you're in a beautiful forest. All right, close your. I can't see you, but close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Imagine okay, you're in a beautiful forest. All right, there's uh-huh. a. There's a there's a there's a, a babbling brook nearby. The wind's mm. blowing through the trees, uh, and in front of you is a wonderful moose. Oh, he's large. He's majestic. He's great. He's just walking around, eating grass, doing his thing. All right, now out of nowhere, like a super jacked six foot tall dude just comes by and hits that moose with a hammer the size of a smart car. All right, uh-huh. just, just like a giant. <laughs> giant fuck off hammer okay mm. and he just obliterates that moose okay <laughs> and then he turns to you and he says nature is very important and we must protect the balance of nature we all have to do our part i love nature and then he mm. just takes like a part of the moose puts it on his shirt and walks off what okay that's the weird that's kind of the weird thing i've noticed about monster Hunter <laughs> lately mm-hmm. is like is like there's this weird subtext of like, hey, we we you know nature is very important. We have to you know make sure that it, the balance of nature is preserved, and and we're gonna study all these uh, all these things, and you know uh, really uh, really uh, live with the new world and and do this stuff. And then they just go out and just you know fuck up some monsters, and then make clothes out of them. Many times I felt bad about some some of my hunts and uh, victims i don't think uh, i mean look this stuff obviously plays for comedy it's not uh they they took the blood out of monster hunter it's not um i mean you're playing last of us there's worse stuff there in regards to animals yeah yeah mm. yeah so it's 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 more like a like a like a very uh rock'em sock'em larger than life cartoon style thing like uh i, I just i just find it really funny how the characters talk about like like how amazing nature is while they're just wearing whatever they just hit in the head with a hammer. Oh, I really appreciate care. it and yeah. eat it too. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> all, all I really care about in Monster Hunter is that you can put uh, hats on cats. Your palico. Oh, that's the best part. The best. Who calls you Meowster? <laughs> yes, all the cat puns. Uh, anytime I, I refuse, I don't care if I'm late to join someone else's uh, hunt. I will watch that cat cook for me every single time, every single yeah, time. I never sure. ever skipped that sequence once. There's a cat grandma. <laughs> She's amazing. She makes she makes like potato gratin. God damn it. Anyway, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, <laughs> it's 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 real good. I I'm at like the sixth or seventh end game. Um, seventh end game. Yeah, yeah. There's so many end games in that game. It's ridiculous. Standard Monster Hunter. Pretty much, is it right? Like, like circles of heaven, like first end game, mm, second more end like game. Like circles of hell. Uh, okay. You, you you beat the you beat the story. There is a story. There is credits. Uh, you beat the story, and then you you go on like a series of progressively harder hunts against uh, actually new monsters. You know, so there's very little recycled content. Like there are variants of existing monsters, but they're they're pretty 
significantly different in my experience. Mm-hmm. And you do that like at least six times and it keeps bumping up your rank uh, at certain gates yeah. and gives you access to more stuff and more confusing features and more, uh, more crazy stuff. So I'm like, I'm nearing the end of the DLC story. So I haven't even gotten to like the proper end game of this game yet, which is where sounds uh, exhausting. It sounds really cool because that's where like the transmog opens up and like a lot of the, a lot of the, um, uh, well, I cannot even finish a game one. So yeah, well, no, hey. <laughs> seven times. <laughs> much like uh, much like uh, Warframe, if you're interested, that it's um, it's very so it can be very social. Like you can hunt with uh, up to four people, and uh, you it's can definitely be better with friends. Definitely better. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you do you play Asia? It's like uh, I I got to the like the credits yeah. so i technically beat the how, game and then i immediately stopped <laughs> one credits <laughs> just the first set the first, first like okay and i watched the whole thing and yeah. i was like cool good job everybody i think i'm done with this first circle of hell <laughs> i did what? not even manage to finish the base uh, base game story what uh i always ask everybody because it's the most interesting question but um what weapon did you use the long sword oh no <laughs> The most anime Is that answer. The basic one? No, it's not. It's it, it's uh, it's. It's not it's sword a, and shield. <laughs> it's a giant katana. <laughs> it, okay. I think it, I think longsword is pretty popular, but to be fair, like it's really uh, stylish and fun to use. Um, I don't because I can't dodge anything, so I need a shield. But uh, ah. it's gun lance for life, gun lance forever. I need a no. why, why, give me a shotgun stick. I will be happy. <laughs> I haven't tried that one yet, though. That's so good. It's that when I'm playing uh, multiplayer, it's Hunting Horn. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Which is a giant club drum. Slash bagpipes? Yeah. Yeah. Like beat (laughs) beat someone to death with giant bagpipes. You got it. (laughs) That's like one of the few games I actually use a controller for. Yeah. Oh, see, because I I, I was a. That's interesting because I was like, I'm a console kid, so I, I play. Like we, Marcel always uh, makes fun of me for playing Battlefield with a controller when we play on PC. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Uh, not well, but uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. I played with you Battlefield, and I was amazed how you managed to play that game as a sniper with a controller on PC and managed to be top of the 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 leaderboard. You only saw the good stuff. Like I, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I've tried I've tried going to keyboard and mouse and I I got burst that bubble for me, your your gamepad magician. Alright. I'll 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 wear that mantle. Um I'll I'll take the, the credit it's a good for title. Yeah. Gamepad Gamepad Magician. The sound it, no, that sounds like I should be on a registry with that sort of name. <laughs> Hi kids, I'm a gamepad magician. <laughs> The uh, so, forces me to go door by door telling you that I'm a magician. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is my friend, Railjack Tentacle Cat. I'm a gamepad magician. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep the music down. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, so yeah, I I, uh, I will um, continue to to stab uh, whatever is needed to make my pretty coat. Um. Basti, you should get back into that because I do get a cool little uh, necklace that I can hang off my gun if you uh, if I help you out. Yeah, let's do that because my biggest problem with uh, Monster Hunter is I have like that I have no enjoyment whatsoever playing that game on my own. Like I need to play that with someone or else um, I cannot cannot motivate myself playing it. I'm ready, man. Anytime. Sounds good. 
I, I have also, uh, before we hop into the questions real quick, I've also uh, started to started to continue. Great, I've Marcelled it. <laughs> I have also started to continue my Yakuza journey. Which one? Uh, which one? Uh, now I'm on three. Three remastered. I'm still at two. Two is the in... best fucking... Kiwami 2 is so good. It's great, yeah. I'm in zero right now. So good. Also awesome. Oh. The other game I play with a controller. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need. I think you need it for that. Yeah. Uh, zero is great if you can get over the kind of weird lump that is Kiwami 1. I think you're, I think you're made in the shade. I know nothing about Yakuza other than uh, men in flashy shirts. Imagine all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Japanese Bollywood soap opera. I I imagine it a bit like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure of video games. No, it's not that. It's not that weird. Okay. It's not that, okay. Like, I like the, the Bollywood uh, uh, comparison. Right. It, it is. It is soap opera ish. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, you, you play as a. Uh, as uh, uh god they all the kids just call him uncle kaz so i've blanked on his name uh the dragon of 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 dojima uh K- K- kaz kiryu kiryu kazma anyway he's a big yakuza man who's all about honor uh so you know obviously it doesn't jive well in the seedy underbelly of the crime world but anytime anybody is like hey man we're criminals he just punches him mhm so he pretty much just punches everything at the end Good of Sometimes at the end, but at, 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 during during any important fight, um, the participants will uh, rip off their jacket and shirt in one motion, as mm-hmm. if pulling off like a like a uh, like a barber's. Interesting. Like the, you know, like when you go get a haircut, like how they drape that over you. Yes. Yeah, like it's just their entire upper body clothing. Nice. Yeah, so they can show <laughs> show their cool tattoos, and then they fight a lot. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's there's I think they're what up the. Six in that character's seven seven games in that character's story arc, mm-hmm. like already released games. Yeah, I can see why they would make seven games out of that guy. Yeah, I see enough potential there. There you go. Yeah, so um, so I'm in the third version where he, of course, is uh is uh is working at his uh at his orphanage, and uh, when bad people try to close down the rec center, he's gonna he's gonna walk over and punch him a lot. Nice. So yeah, I've, I've, yeah, yeah uh, I'll finish. I'll finish three, and then and then it's just four, four more to go. But I bought the uh, the um, remastered collection. Which uh, will you play Judge Ice after that? Uh, I'm probably gonna hope for uh, like a dragon to be out after that. Nah, true. If I can get through three, four, five, and six before that comes out, God, it's exhausting. But I'll finish it. This one's just hard because it's like it's just it's just a remaster, not a remake like Zero and Kiwami One and Two. So it's like uh, like uh, the the graphics are or the gameplay is still a little roughish because you're going back to like PS3. But um, it's good. I'll keep you guys up to date on how much dramatic punching has happened. Good. You have two new messages. First message. Hello, is this a projectile launchcast? Uh, yeah, uh, this is the head of security at Remedy Entertainment. Uh, we got somebody here who claims to know you, uh, Marcel. 
is try to sneak into Mr. Lake's office several times. When unable to get an appointment, he even attended to use a variety of what I can only describe as cartoon-like disguises. Pizza delivery man, gay off nightly, even dressed like a plumber and say, it's me, Marcelo. I'm just letting you know that he's been tased multiple times and we'll be mailed back to you in a wooden crate. Thank you. We'll bill you for the shipping. Basti, I've heard uh, to keep the chill train rolling that you've got a couple of uh, brain-picking questions for the gang. Yeah, I thought as we, as we are already at, at episode 50, yeah, uh, we could also bring uh, Matt at least back a little bit in, in spirit. Yeah. And I've uh, got a couple of questions for you guys to mm-hmm. keep it very relaxed. Um, and I would just start with the first one. And that is, if you would have the funding and the team and everything would, would, would work perfectly out to create your own game, right? What genre or type of game would it be? Maybe you have just a rough idea or genre you like, or maybe you have even like a concept in your head already for mm-hmm. Your, and a start your unlimited money dream game. Yeah, Afri. Wow. Uh, I guess uh, Marcel will hate me because I'm a weeb, but I w- <laughs> it will have to be a JRPG because it's just my favorite genre of all time. And I think You're in a safe space really, here. I really enjoy um, just games that are all about the drama and the story and the characters. And... Um, I kind of like when they take the pacing into their own hands. So I don't really dig uh, open world uh, games much. I've already established that. Um, so it would have to be, yeah, something like Final Fantasy VII, but on a bigger scope. <laughs> what, what, bigger what? scope than Final Fantasy VII? Wow. Yes, because uh, you, oh, you don't mean the really... remake. Yes, the the, yes, the remake, the the remake. Okay. I mean, the remake, yeah. That's so it would have to be uh, like the entire original Final Fantasy VII on the scope of the like on the quality of the remake. How J would it be that J RPG? Um, actually, not that much. What it would be sort of like a yeah. It would have to be something in between, sort of like uh, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. You know, like. It's it's still a bit weeby, but still has some Western vibes. It will it will oh, be I something kind of like that, you know, mm-hmm. like. What is uh, how many- more children of the internet than children of Japan? Okay, okay, I'm seeing this. <laughs> uh, I I will ask this of everyone's dream game. Uh, will there be uh, romance options? Absolutely. Oh no. <laughs> you know will oh there only God. be romance options probably yes <laughs> the, date, no the dates are settled through turn-based Amazing combat gameplay. yeah awkward romancing yes you Can used bad pickup everyone. line actually you will not fight you will just uh flirt Ooh. <laughs> oh it's like a little bit like automate right <laughs> boom throwback <laughs> right he did it Absolutely, okay. yes. Nice. Uh, also, like, if maybe uh, to make it a little bit easier, uh, it does not necessarily need to be a dream game. Maybe it can also be your, like your first game you would you would like to make if you would found your own company and have uh, all of a sudden a lot of money, etc. So, how about you, Asia? Um. Okay. So I've realized recently I really like turn-based tactics games. Um, <gasps> yeah, I'm really yeah. into that now. So. Uh, 
but I also wish there was more Star Trek in video games because oh I'm a God. huge Trekkie. So mm. combine the two, make it a turn-based tactics game where you're choosing missions, but it's not like permadeath. It's more of like the moral choices and dilemmas of your missions. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. But it's turn-based oh, okay. tactics. And then um, at the end, your score, uh, the number of times you violate the prime directive would be uh, <sighs> taken away from your score. So you you have to like keep that in mind as you're making these decisions and totally messing up some quadrant that you're in. That's Ooh. awesome. I like that idea of like yeah. resource management. Imagine it's like, oh, how much violence can I, can I, can I, or should I use here before I get too much black marks and stuff? Yeah. Yes. So ideally some kind of deep space mission. So you have to have that resource management involved too. Dude, that is a better game pitch than most of the game I pitches I've heard. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's, good. that's really good. Oh, Would there be God. maybe permadeath just for red shirts? Sure. I mean, you got to keep with that joke. I, we should I like have had, had her go last. Yeah. Oh, so no. Richard, how do you follow oh, up? Oh, come one? on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, God. You guys actually thought about this, didn't you? I, I mean, not that much. Okay. Asia obviously did, but. Don't try to just pitch us Windjammers without naming it Windjammers. God damn it. <laughs> All right, let me just crumple up my paper. That was obviously not Windjammers. Okay, okay. Team-based racing food truck game. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> Team-based racing food truck game. Uh, everybody uh, up to up to four players get in their own. Is it, okay, is everyone on the same food truck, or yeah. do they have different? You're on the same food truck. You're competing against other food trucks. Uh, driver drives around city. Uh, looking for best place to sell food. Everybody else is doing a cooking mini game in the back. Um, so it's like overcooked meals. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but better than that. And don't just reduce my <laughs> cool ideas down to games you already heard of. Maybe don't do that. Um, like if you hit a you hit a bump, if the driver hits a bump, then it's gonna mess with the food in the back. So like there's there's a strategy element there. But yeah. he's like trying to trying to get to the food truck stop, and uh, other food trucks on the road will try to fight you. Fighting food trucks. Uh, mm -hmm. You throw fryer grease at people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. And there's romance options, but only between the trucks. Who yes. are <laughs> Sold. The trucks, the trucks well are alive. well-rounded game. Yep. The trucks, <laughs> they have their own personality. Uh, customize them with truck accessories that they ask for. Is there a Sundari truck? They ask for. <laughs> What's that? Is, is there a Sundere truck? Uh, only only Sundere trucks, except okay, for good. some that are just really shy, because that's the other stereotype that everyone loves. Nice. They all love pigtails. I'm not going to drive back because you told me to. <laughs> okay, that was a... Uh, Weep truck. Weep truck. Uh, Weep truck, okay. Weep truck. Weep truck. <laughs> That sounds like a great pitch. Uh, maybe you can talk to Devolvo about that. I, I got to be honest. I just blacked out for the last two minutes and I have no idea what I said. <laughs> okay. Uh, last of, uh, but not least, my turn. So I think for me, it would be more like the first game rather than my dream game because I have a really hard time coming up with like an actual dream game. Okay. But it would be a mixture between an adventure game, like a little bit like Dune 2, Back, the, back in the days, uh, June 1 back in the days, 
um, where you have um, like a point and click. can talk to people. Yeah, like a point and click, but you you talk to a lot of people. Um, you can fulfill various uh, quests for them, etc. But the rest would be um, a war simulation. So imagine you have you you're living in a in a it's, it's a space game as an example. You're living in a fort, whatever. You can talk to all your adversaries and to to merchants and to uh, diplomats and other people, etc. So you have that whole adventure game around it, mm-hmm. while you're building your army, and then you have a little bit like old uh, fantasy general, etc. Fights going on, maybe turn based with uh, the army you recruited. Think about Banner Saga with the bigger focus on the actual dialogue and adventure elements. Wow. Uh, so you could talk to, let's say, a merchant. You can just spend your money you generate via the adventure part of the game to to buy troops or equipment, whatever. But maybe you have a way of um, getting something for free. Or maybe you win an ally in the adventure game part via dialogue who will then send you some troops for help or some some stuff to 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 expand your fort, etc. So mixing wow. these these two elements, I found, can be very, very interesting. And it's rarely done so far. The only example I would have is, um, yeah, basically Dune 1 who did that, but the strategy part was very, very, very light and mm-hmm. arcadey. Or uh, the Banner Saga games where you have this focus on, you have an actual like role-playing dialogue part and then turn-based combat. That sounds pretty awesome. That sounds like a game I'd be really bad at. And you play a lot of tactics. Tactic strategy games, right? I, I do. I do. I do uh, like some some tactic strategy games, but uh, I also don't like looking up dialogue options. But I do like getting mad when I pick the wrong one. <laughs> so think, ah, yeah, I get you. So think like uh, ideally, it would have like a whole like diplomacy system, so that depending on how the standing with like different NPCs, etc., is, um, it would affect that as well. All right. Yeah, I take it. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be fabulously yeah. rich. I like okay. how you can you can clearly tell who thought about this and who did. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> we just should go all come together and make uh, create automate. How how yes. dare how dare you uh, weep truck? How dare you weep truck? <laughs> I, I will force you to to make a fake uh, radio trailer for that game. We need we need t-shirts. At least yeah. a theme song. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Just pick the area where I'm the least talented and have me do something Wait, there. After you have musical skills, right? Yeah. I'm guess starting to play, yeah. get them, yeah. Yeah, you're you're, you're playing the backing. Asia, okay. do you have any any music skills? Uh, classical piano and French Boom, horns. Boom, perfect. So not- <laughs> Shop done. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I, I can't think of how a theme song would be bad with classical piano and French horn. <laughs> it's it's future proof. <laughs> So second question. Yeah. Have more. If you could revive one game franchise, which one would you uh, love to bring back from the dead? Richard, I start with you. Uh it's it's always going to be Mega Man. Why did Capcom do me like this? Man, it's not even that Legends 3 looked amazing and I wanted them to make it cuz they were going to make a Mega Man Maker. They were going to make like Mario Maker but for Mega Man and they never made that. Uh, like I just want to play other people's Mega Man levels and fight their weird bosses. Uh, Eleven came out, so I guess it's kind of like there. But I love Eleven. I just want more Mega Man. Does that still when count as the, a dead franchise? Because fuck. 11. When was the last official? official Eleven. Eleven. It's like two years ago. When was that? 
Like I don't own. think that counts as a dead franchise, Richard. God damn I'm sorry. it! I, I'm yeah, really I was gonna sorry. say that was at PAX recently. <laughs> no, Mega Man Maker. I... You're not. Uh, th- this question was not about pitching your favorite dream game, Richard. <laughs> it was about a dead franchise. Okay, Mega Man. You want uh, real? Me- you li- like this weird fan where you want the real deal, the the old Mega Man. I, back, I, right? I, well, I mean, Mega Man Eleven was pretty much the old Mega Man. Look, I, it came out in. 2018. That's that's pretty dead, right? Okay. 20, God okay. damn it! Look, I would have said <laughs> I, before a week ago. I would have said Mr. Driller, but they brought back the old one on Switch too. So they're actually li- they're actually listening to me. The video games industry. It's okay. You pass. I'll okay. come back. I'm gonna come okay, up with a franchise. Okay. <laughs> you go. You go ahead. Asia. Uh, Left for Dead. Ah. Hmm. I just I enjoy that. It's uh spooky enough that I still get stressed, but not so spooky that I can't play it. <laughs> Left three and dead. Left three it's fun. Yeah. How was play- it? Oh, what that? Yeah, I was gonna ask the same exact question. What what was the question? How was World War Z? I haven't played it. So I wouldn't know. Nice, Basti. <laughs> what an insensitive question. Hmm. Hmm. I enjoyed the book too much, so I didn't want to do anything with the movie or the game. Oh, I understand that. I love that book so much. The book is so good. It's on my oh, like so reoccurring great. list of things I read every year, so I just can't touch it. I totally game. get it. Guys, if you haven't read that one, do it. Do yourself a favor and do it. The one oh, with Brad Pitt. Really good- just watch no. the movie. Just, no, 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 no. no. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> You say that, terrible things. That, just, that does not even that movie doesn't even count as an adaptation anymore. It makes no. it has nothing to do with the book, like nothing at all. Oh, it's infuriating. There's a really good like radio play uh, 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 version of the book. If you're more into audiobooks or whatever, with different actors and stuff, which is also really, really, really good. I can recommend do it. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like I like Left 4 Dead. Like I played a little bit of stuff like uh, Killing Floor. But uh, not too much, and it's also very different. Yeah. Uh, and I think I don't know. Like nobody's really talking about was that anymore. But that was that game tried to fill that niche, basically. But I've actually no idea if they were successful or not, given the the how present that game is in the press or on Twitch, etc. I I doubt it. So Afri. I, I don't think I have an answer for this question. Like, I'm, I've been picking my brain, like, what do I miss? And, and I really, like, I think all the franchises that I loved playing as a kid are still alive. Like, for example, like Final Fantasy and, and The Legend of Zelda and stuff like that. So it's just not really, like, one franchise that I can think, oh, this I haven't played in a while. I want a new installment. But, like, I miss the feeling that I had, you know, when I was a kid and I played on my... Game Boy Advanced, like uh, sort of Mana and stuff like that, like the remake they they made and stuff. Mm. Um, so I kind of wish they would bring back those cute pixel art, uh, super rich looking uh, games that I used to play. And there's this this super cute looking uh, game called Sea of Stars that I saw not too long ago, and it looks exactly like that. So I'm super a, happy about that. Isn't that a Coldplay uh, song? Sorry. Isn't that a Coldplay song? <laughs> well, now it's a game. <laughs> I hope it's not about the song. Uh, but yeah, like 
what I want to bring back is is that that feeling of the the little oh, it's the uh, people that made the messenger. Yes. Yeah, they're gonna give is. you they're gonna give you nostalgia because that's all that game was. Yeah, they have a very different art style, but apparently set in the same universe. So yeah, it, 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 totally different gameplay style as well. That as well, cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What was that game on the on the that pixel uh, high profile pixel art uh, RPG called on the Switch where you had that like the very uh, basically pixel, uh, but not Vagrant Story because it's a better game. Um, did, did you played that a lot, Richard? Right with the yeah. very like with the nice art filters, etc. Over the pixel art. Why am I blanking on the name? Because I have played it a lot. Something hmm. Od- Odyssey 12, 13 people Odyssey. Yeah, I think that's the name of it. Thirteen people Odyssey. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I think that the Switch has like probably a lot of. Uh, they have a lot of like pixel art games, and and I mean that in the indie scene, that genre is still pretty much alive, right? Yeah, I mean uh, there there's a lot of really cool pixel art, but like I miss the specific um, Octopath Traveler games. Yeah, Octopath Traveler. Oh yeah. I don't know why I, I blanked. Is that on pixel art? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Super Nintendo game, but with like a tilt shift. Uh very interesting art style. Check this one out. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it, but uh, I think I've only seen the the cover art and stuff like that, so I expect it to be like that and not pixel art. Yeah, but usually, it looks very much like the the Final Fantasy for the Game Boy. You've judged Cute. a you've judged a book by its cover. Cute, literally, yeah. All right, uh, System Shock. They're bringing that like back. Richard. No, they're not. No, that is. <laughs> it, 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 no, it's a, it's a, it's a road paved with suffering. But um, and I have no idea if they, if we will ever see that game coming out. But uh, uh, Bushido Blade. Yeah. You really want, Where are you what? now? Yeah, Bushido Blade is good. Move on. Okay. Uh, no, my pick, Richard. And oh, I'm God, super yeah. disappointed that you haven't picked that for one for yourself. You uh-huh. even named it a minute ago. Did I? Freaking. Boom, Vagrant Story. But that's not a franchise. It's one game. Yeah, bring me that give me that back. Give me a second Vagrant Story. Bring that's that not back. It's a franchise. From, it should be. It has all the rights to deserve to be called a franchise. There should be ten Vagrant Story games up to this point. I demand more Vagrant Story. In my I didn't life. know we could do single games. You're kidding me? I feel like you cheated me. <laughs> oh, you're just trying to wiggle your way out of this. Uh, nope. I've got a perfectly good alibi it's that you lied um yeah vagrant story is really good though uh, oh, but you know more vagrant story you know man you saw what happened to parasite eve too are you sure that's what you want in your world mm. this is true and then there was also parasite eve uh, well well wow. next one shall we oh yeah there's more like a, of an open discussion Oh. More or less. Um, talking about the, the 8K thing with the new console. So we're going into a technical uh, uh, next step with the new consoles and everyone is, uh, is is looking forward to ray tracing and all this kind of stuff. But there's a whole list line of television manufacturers who are now pushing 8K 100,000 hertz screens or 120 hertz screens uh, at the next generation, especially because of the consoles. The question is, will that be ever a thing like will that next console generation will be interesting uh push push the boundaries will that be maybe the last one uh what what is your prediction about the next console generation will it be a big 
technical leap? Uh, will it fizzle out? Is it not a big thing anymore? The jump to 4K, 8K, 12K, as it was from, from low res to high res? What do you think? Look, I just want to establish this very quick. I have no fucking clue about technical stuff. <laughs> Can I copy that answer? <laughs> I only game on PC, so I don't Dude. care about the console. 4K already makes me dizzy. I don't even have the skill to imagine what 8K can be like. 12K? What the fuck? <laughs> I saw this question. I was like, man, I can't wait to hear these answers. <laughs> uh, there's... um. There's always going to be a reason for somebody to sell you a new TV. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but it's really about the stuff that um, that that will stick uh, to to a wider audience. I mean, that's why ray tracing is kind of the thing, right? You buy you buy uh, your graphics card, which you're going to upgrade anyway, and uh, you get the the new cool thing that everybody can take advantage of. Um, but the more you put a price tag on that, where it's like, all right, you got to buy your new console, but don't forget your 8K TV to go with your new console. Don't forget your HD DVD player to go with that stuff. Like the it, it dilutes a little bit. Um, so yeah, eventually when, when we start getting back down to American prices on TVs and you can get a AK set for, you know, two, 300 bucks and people are going to do that anyway, like you'll, you'll see it bleed a little bit more, but, um, nah, kind of true. I mean, 4k TVs right now are rather cheap. And, and, and then by the time, by the time they're making games in the, the graphical fidelity that they want, like 4k 60 will already be something that I, I, I still have a feeling that if you asked a bunch of kind of random kind of casual, more casual gamers about like the importance of having 60 frames. I'm talking console gamers, right? I mean, we, we all know PCs and Marcel's weird thing about having 144 games on a menu, but uh, 144 frames on a menu, I mean. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I wonder if they, if you'd be like, hey, how important is 60 FPS? And they'd be like, what? I, I, I was literally just talking about how I miss the graphics of the Game Boy Advance, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, I just I just wanted to have one proper nerdy master race technique whatever question in that in that roster and also maybe I got the idea because I thought about man 8K TV sounds great is there any extra reason to buy one because I would love to buy one I'm not buying shit here but my father keeps taunting me by sending me TV prices in the states <laughs> it's, it's way like, oh, cheaper than in Germany right it's absurdly cheaper yeah it's just like hey look at this look at this 147 inch TV uh, I had to get, I had to knock down a wall to fit this TV in my house. Got it for like two hundred bucks. I think he collects them just to piss me off. But electronics in general and PC parts, etc., also like rather cheap and free, right? Yeah, just a different voltage, so that you know when you move over here, your first day you accidentally fry two of your consoles by plugging them directly into the wall, and they're the wrong voltage, and it makes a horrible smell, and you've wasted like I- six hundred bucks. I remember my, my, my boss back then at Bioware, he, he went to a trip in the States. I hope he is not listening to that podcast. Um, and then he came back with a, with a brand new Xbox and was like, oh, yeah, I got it super cheap in America, etc. Plugged it into his uh, 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 power socket in, in, back in Ireland. Pop. And pop, done. God, and that sound and that came, smell are the worst. Next That's day so he came bad. into the office. I was like, How, how's your, your Xbox doing? And he was so... I, I ruined my Xbox and PS2 the first day uh, when I moved to Germany. I plugged that's it rough. in and I heard that noise and I was like, ah, oh, maybe that's just how the plugs work here. And then I plugged <laughs> in the next, plugged in the next console. They make fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Test another one. It was real bad. 
I was, oh well, they must have working out with the Xbox. Let's try the PlayStation then. Right? Yes, exactly. I just, I did. I told you I did that, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, last question. Uh we could do uh, do five and six. Okay. Yeah. Um, who is that? So, second to last question: Who is that one sassy game dev you would love to have a drink with, and what would be your most important question to her or him or uh, whatever? Afri. Hmm. So th- I have two answers. I have the professional answer, which is like I really, really admire pre-code. Uh, uh, um, and like she has really professionally uh, answered a lot of my, you know, the the the, the sort of uh, thoughts that you have that you cannot really put into words. She has put words to them, and like for a very long time, I really felt that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I just didn't enjoy video games as much as I should. And then she came up with this concept of how some people really uh, react to stress in a tend and befriend manner instead of uh, flight and flee, fight and flee, um, not flight. Hopefully, you don't just start flying. Okay. Um, but yeah, like uh, this concept really resonated with me, and it really made me look back and I what I enjoy the most uh, about games is when you really develop a, a relationship with, with uh, someone else or with a, another character uh, this way like JRPGs for example um, and uh, yeah I just find that she's an incredibly amazing professional and I'd love to ask her more about her journey and, and just, just pick her brain and, and see her perspective because she's generally a super interesting human being and i really really admire her very much and then the other question uh is not so professional just Ah. just it's just yeah yeah i want to i want to sit in the same room as that person i don't is the are the doors locked i I am afraid for my life (laughs) like man yes please be my presence Wear, wear that thing on your head, no. please. Would you roll with him on the carpet floor? Yes. Back and forth. No. Yes. For as many hours as it takes. To be honest, I would love to meet Yokotaro once. <laughs> this is fascinating. I don't know, like, yeah, like, as a person, he's fascinating, and as a game maker, he's fucking amazing as well. Um, like, both, both the near. Oh fuck! I heated my mic. Um, <laughs> like uh, near Gestalt and and Replicant yeah. and Automata are like stupidly good in like super interesting uh, narrative uh, mechanics. Term, Absolutely, terms. That, that's undeniable. So yeah, I'd love to be in the same room as that, that yeah, as that person. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wonderful okay asia uh i do not have a profound answer um but i think dave oshry from new blood yeah um but i wouldn't i haven't actually played any of their games i would honestly probably end up talking to him about what his arm workouts are because he's very buff and i'm intrigued <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe don't lead with that you haven't played any of the games. Shut up about the games. Just... 
I mean, I've seen um, Kung Fury and he was an associate. So, like, I've got that. That works, at yeah. Least. yeah. <laughs> you've, you've got a common thread through David Hasselhoff. You guys will be fine. <laughs> but yeah, Perfect. Wonderful. Just... Oh, why not? I like that. I like that. Yeah. Richard. Should I steal your answer and just say Sweary? I do. No, I'm not going to. Uh, it's <laughs> Molyneux. Mm. Yeah, really? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Uh, yeah, mm. I would fucking go drinking with Peter Molyneux. I would uh, only bring cash in my sock. Um, <laughs> uh, we would only meet in a public place uh, that is very well lit. And I would I would just... I, I, Dude, that guy is so fucking good at getting people hyped up for nothing. And I just... I gotta know if he's serious. I gotta know if he knew what other people were thinking. It's just that he's... he's yeah, if if you're gonna get a drink, if you're gonna go out drinking for an evening, it's got to be Molyneux. I want to see if he, if like by the morning he's convinced me to shave my head and just live as his living butler for his next big project because it's gonna I change mean, the world. I I agree with you that especially on on presentation etc. He had this kind weird of like uh, Steve Jobs wipe going on where you could just put him in front of a blank white space and you'd just like start talking and through body language and think yeah. could tell you anything i agree with that one but, yeah. but i think i think the fun of it is like now that all that's super transparent you know he's still he's still him like i can't think of a developer where i would be more likely to end up you know in a bathtub full of ice missing a kidney the next day uh, <laughs> playing Russian roulette in a basement somewhere like the night. If you let the night take you away with Molyneux, you might come back missing a finger. He hasn't been in the spotlight for a long time. Right? And whose I mean, fault is that? It's because he wants to not be in the spotlight. What's he up to, Basti? I see. Don't get too close. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It's dangerous territory. So who's your answer that I already named? It is very Richard. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from all the weird Japanese uh, uh, game directors, and there are a lot of weird, weird guys. Mm. Um, from Suda, from from guys like Suda Fifty One and Yukotaro, etc. It's very is. I don't know what it is about his game, his whole attitude, and uh, every interview I read with him, and this whole like weird charisma going on. This this guy is weird in a way that he still doesn't feel obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Suda, whatever. It's weird, Yoko but Taro. wholesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's super wholesome, and it's a bit like Yunito. Yeah, he's a I mean, he's an actual monk, right? Exactly, and that would be actually my question: like, how came he up with the idea to become a Buddhist monk, yeah. and how mm-hmm. did that actually had an impact on his life and change his life? Because he's still running around with that beard weird plushy ape and drinking a lot of drinks and a lot of bars and that is what I've, I find I find very very well, you know he's cool. very approachable you know I've met him About of course the Buddhist uh, you know lifestyle back when I was meeting him because I've met him uh, we I hung know. out yeah I just didn't know if you knew I, I don't I, I don't I don't tell you much but you know I met him and uh, no <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he does he does uh tweet tweet a lot about being the drinking right yeah honestly his um the guy who uh who helps with localization and was like uh running his um his panels uh uh for the last couple of years is really cool too like that dude's like uh like intimidatingly cool and i still still say if i would ever ever meet uh, kojima I'm not sure if I, but I, I, I might crack that one joke. Don't and ask him, hey, Harry, how is it going? 
Oh god. You just you, that guy can't be late anywhere because somebody's gonna be like, "Kept you waiting, huh?" And he's gonna roll his eyes, and then you've ruined it. You've ruined your chance to talk to Kojima. He's <laughs> never gonna baptize your child for you now. Then you get get tackled by spear tackled by three to four um, bouncers. And one of them is Jeff Keeley. Yeah. Don't talk to my man. Okay, last question. Most important question. Most important question. If there would be one thing you were able to change, like one damn thing you could change about that stupid podcast, what would it be? Afri. Which which podcast? <laughs> you're 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 Afri, you're you're, you're <laughs> recording the whole thing. You're you're what? Right I thought we were just hanging out in this <laughs> Uh, I mean, I would, I would like more theme songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just found out that you and Asia are absolutely music aficionados and, and masterminds. Yes. So yeah, I think we, we will find a way to have uh, at least an own theme song for every Sanct episode, right? I would like to see more Weeboo content. Who would? Oh, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my two cents. That's my feedback. This... Theme songs and and weebooness and and oh 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 a way to combine those two is to actually make an anime opening. Oh god! Oh, oh shit! So we need an anime opening yes. now. <laughs> yes. Like the the question is an American anime opening or proper Japanese anime opening? Japanese Japanese, proper Japanese anime openings. Like, yes, proper one. They just so say just, that because uh, they're both piano players. <laughs> while while the drawn version of myself ice skating while eating a shrimp <laughs> like a very uh, moody um, shot of uh, Richard looking out a window oh god while it's raining and then jumps out to to Bessie running frantically towards the horizon <laughs> and then uh, it cuts to uh, a, a downward shot uh, of, of, of Marcel doing the, the Evangelion um, um, glance, you know, the, the, the bad guy. The, it's like looking over his shoulder. The, 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 the guy who, who crosses his hands and is like, hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Like yeah, Mr. Yeah, Burns. And then some guest appearances of like, Asia, my, me, and Nick, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, just making yeah, yeah. making fun of us in anime. I get it. We should, we, should, we should kickstart that. Mm -hmm. I was I almost... Kickstart is a thing to make money nowadays. Hoping for something more a little mob psycho, but I mean, you know, that's, all, that's okay. Hmm, Asia. I second all As of a long, memories. long time listening to the <laughs> podcast. I, I agree more uh, musical numbers, I think, is... <laughs> Those tickle me when they pop up in the middle of the show. <laughs> uh, we should just and break then, out into song more, yes. Yes. Um, whenever you remix Marcel's fumbles, it's uh, quite delightful. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just just have more musical intros and outros. Okay, okay. More um, okay, okay. Couple, couple take of notes. music heads. All right. Richard. Well, um, I'm going to just say uh, less music right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What would I change? Nothing. Uh, it's been it's been interesting. It's been interesting so far. No, I, I just want to keep trying new stuff. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to settle into a routine and uh, and 
keep being a little weird about it and um, hope that the pranks that I put in in the editing don't actually get me in trouble sometime. Uh, they probably will. Yeah, but, but now, I also like that notion just to 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 don't don't fix on fixate on one thing and just trying stuff out. Even also, it's, it's no fun if if there's no risk. True. True. I mean, we should we should stick to our um, end of the show joke. <laughs> and it reminds me of I haven't talked. Yes. About Xbox Game Pass. Oh no. Is that episode. what you would change? More Xbox Game Pass? It is a I mean, it's great. I can make it to a segue. Listen. Uh, mm-hmm. How about, as we're clearly not that popular yet, fake advertising? Oh, I no. still want to do that, Richard. I oh, think no. you have the perfect voice for that. Fake advertisement. And we can even use it as a pitch for Phil Spencer. Just imagine, after the halftime break of the show, we just cut through to a fake advertisement for either... Um, a non-existing brand or something like Xbox Game Pass. Talk about that as someone would have paid us. I hear that Instagram of uh, influencers are really big on that, doing like pretending to have um, a sponsoring while they actually don't have a sponsoring to get my followers. So you see, that's genius. Just pretend to be sponsored by by uh, Philip Spencer himself and Xbox Game Pass. Um, we make a great show, and people yeah. will think, "Wow, these guys are wow! They're important." I can um, I can make a, a a sexy advertisement voice. Bam! <laughs> For Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> Projectile all... Launchcast oh. now <laughs> oh. sponsored by Projectile Launchcast. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm 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 serious at least about the part of fake advertisement. I love because I love when. Podcasts have of of like obvious big sponsorships with whatever. Uh, this is a shaver, or what? And, and then do do a funny thing like uh, John Bombcast, etc. But why not doing a fake podcast uh, sponsoring? Because we frankly don't have. It's great. It's all the work of a regular advertisement with none of the monetary benefit. Yeah, yeah. perfect. I love it. So we should maybe one weekend come together and just uh, record a couple of things. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. We can make all these. Me. We can make all these wishes come true. Anime. Sponsorship, Crunchyroll theme song. Got it. Yes. <laughs> I've been taking notes. I got Boom. it. Sponsored by Crunchyroll. Thank you for the... Uh... It all adds up. <laughs> Thank you for the questions, Bastiano. And with that, I think it's. Uh, I think. I think we we should mosey on down the road of uh, of ending our chill session. I'm I'm dousing the fire. I'm shooting the piano player on the balcony. Uh, the jazz has stopped. Um, but before we go, would you guys uh, have anything that you want to plug? Afri, where can we find you? Uh, at Afri Curiel on Twitter. That's that's A-F-R-Y-C-U-R-I-E-L. I can spell. <laughs> and that <laughs> rhymed. So you can kind of <laughs> rap. Uh... Uh, no, I will not try. I'll just anybody. I will hit, not embarrass myself that way. Please hit uh, Afri up on Twitter and ask her to rap for you. She will do so. Crown <laughs> request. Uh, she will battle all all uh, all takers. Mm-hmm. Asia, thank you so much for coming by. Uh, as for as the only uh, as 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 uh, the the top email contributor. <laughs> uh, you've, you your support to the show uh, cannot be understated. Um, 
Where can we find you? I'm not important, but yeah. I am at Asia Larkin. That's it. Okay. Do you also do <laughs> rap battles? No. But I do post lots of pictures of my cat. Do you spell? Boom. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you did it. Cats. Love it. Yes. Yep. Bastiano. Uh, you can find me at Bastian Thun, T-H-U-N, on Twitter, especially if you want to talk about Space Ninjas and also Phil Spencer. Uh, just to let you know, my DMs are open. Hook me up. Your DMs are always what? Spon- open. We talk about that sponsorship. Just hook me up. You can't say your DMs are always open like that. We've we've talked about this. You 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 are a registered Warframe player and should not be able to contact anyone. But Space Ninjas, space slave for ninjas. free, and Space Cats, and Space Cats, and Space Cats. All right. As always, you can find me on Twitter at uh, uh, Railjack the Weep Truck. Um, <laughs> Hit me up with all of your anime openings. Oh, God, I'm so glad that they can't actually hit me up with all of their anime openings. (laughs) I've never been more happy to be unreachable. All right. Hit me up with your anime openings. (laughs) Send all of your anime openings to Africa. Yes. She she will rank them and then rap battle you about them. Yes. All right. So, yeah, it's been a year. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for contributing all your emails, all your suggestions for topics, all of your um, picking up on every mistake that I happen to make when I publish an episode. <laughs> Love that. Um, but uh, for real, uh, thanks, guys. And uh, we look forward to be heard. I can't do it the way Marcel does it. What's he say? It's a horrible sentence. We loved hearing you, and we hope to look forward, look forward to be to listened to by something, you. Something, something, Todd Howard. Yeah, listened by you, <laughs> Todd Howard. Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! You're officially old now. God. Second message. Hello, this is an automated message from the Bethesda Softworks billing department. It has come to our attention that you end the episodes of your pod show with references to our glorious patriarch Todd Howard. May the sun continue to shine wherever he looks. As we are sure you were aware, mentioning the Todd is actually a monetized DLC for Fallout 76. Your outstanding balance is $746,644.12. Thank you, and have a Toddtastic day. Be the old school. Todd Howard, fancy shoes, shiny jacket, crappy game. Yeah, old school. We the old school. Yeah, old school. Been getting that money for a girl, sweet honey. Got me some roses and a little bling. What you wait for? I heard you was looking for a king. Been climbing up here.